Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers. This is one of our mini episodes, which is a shorter version of our longer episodes. In these episodes, we are going to be talking about all things weird. But this is our mailbag episode where we read your emails, uh, play your voicemails if we have some, read some of your uh, Apple reviews. uh, And this episode is basically all about you. Uh, Melissa, do we have any voicemails this week? We do. We have some interesting voicemails. We have oh god, one I'm scared from Rosie. Hi, web crawlers. It's Rosie. Um, I was wondering if you guys had heard about the like fireworks conspiracy. So, like across the country, there has been an inordinate amount of fireworks over the past, like, month or so. Mm-hmm. Like, since, you know, the really nice weather started, at least I'm from Illinois, um, like, right outside Chicago. And Chicago. it's been warm out, we've had yeah. these, like, crazy fireworks. And it's at the same time every night. And there's this conspiracy that's going on the Internet saying that, like, the government is giving the fireworks to low-income neighborhoods um, in order to as, like, a way of, like, be conducting psychological warfare on the people, like, by exhausting us and stressing us out and, like, preparing us for what war sounds like. And, like, at first when I was reading this, I was like, that's crazy. But then as I thought more about it, it's like the government did give, like, crack to the black, like, low-income communities. Like, why would mm-hmm. they, if they already did that, why wouldn't they do, like, why would they stop at fireworks, you know? I don't know. Just something to think about. I would love to hear your perspective. Okay. Love you, ladies. Bye. Yeah. There's been a lot of 
conspiracies going around about why there's so many fireworks. See, I'm in Thousand Oaks, so I haven't heard any of the fireworks. Oh, so, like, right. I, I've been so missing out on this whole thing. Like, what is it like? It's because I live in Hollywood, and it's it's just every night, it's just loud-ass explosions. And normally around 4th of July, the, it, it does increase, like, the month before. Yeah. But this is, like, insane. And everyone all over the country is just hearing fireworks. And the conspiracy, like, what she said was, like, the government's preparing us for war and they're trying to disrupt everyone's like psyche. And it's, and that kind of makes sense. The only theory I've heard that does make sense is that the police are setting them out, hoping that people set them off. So more people will call the police so they can justify their jobs because everyone's like defund the police, defund the police. And they're like, Oh, well we'll show you how much we're needed. You know? Yeah. That makes sense. But also also another theory there's not going to be a lot of 4th of July shows this year. So people are selling their fireworks for cheap. That also makes sense. So, but then that's, but that's annoying that everyone would be doing it given like everything that's going on in the world right now. That's like so startling to have fireworks all the time. I can see the points of all three of all three of those conspiracies, Mm -hmm. to be honest. The third one would be like very alarming and shocking that it's like we're getting ready, getting used to us being like in a war scenario. That's really terrifying. I see I see mostly the one of like of feel, seeing the need of the police. Um, yeah. And then the selling fire. All those make sense. The selling fireworks mm-hmm. for cheap since there'll be no really Fourth of July this year. Like it all it all makes sense. It all makes sense. Yeah, it's still that's still so annoying. I know though. it's so annoying, and then, like during the day too, like you can't even see them. Why would you? Yeah, it's so what stupid. What are you doing? Um, here's another voicemail. Ah. Hi, web crawlers. It's Rosie again. Hi, Rosie. Um, I'm just listening to your new episode where you say like the um women go into the hotel but they never come out, and you were wondering what that sounds like, and I think that what you're thinking of is the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Um, where he's outside of the chocolate factory, this, like, like, Slugworth comes up to him, and, or no, 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 it's, like, a guy with a, like, cart full of knives or something, and he's, like, yeah, people go in, but they never come out. I think that that's what you're thinking of. Oh. Um, anyway, I'm, this is my last episode, um, and then I'll be caught up, and I only started listening, like, less than a month ago. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, Bye. (laughs) Where you go in and you never come out. Never come oh, out. Oh, yeah. I guess that wasn't Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Yeah, Factory. that definitely wasn't what I was thinking no, of. No, me neither. Cool. Also, like, the, the remake of Willy Wonka was such trash. Like, oh, it Johnny was beyond Depp. with Johnny Depp. That was such <laughs> fucking psychotic I trash. I never saw it. I didn't see the remake. Oh, my God. It's insane trash. One other voicemail. Hi, this is Hannah. And this message is for web crawlers. So I'm listening to the source episode right now, and I'm pretty sure that my friend was sleeping with a guy who was in this cult, because every time they'd hook up afterwards, he would uh, have to prey on his, like, orange yoga mat to share the energy and the, like, thankfulness for the sex with the rest of the members. Um, He's in a band with a bunch of other guys who are also in the cult, and they all live in this house in Venice that's for free and it's all paid for by this old man um and they play at that weird grocery store that's by the marvesta farmer's market so it's all very weird um and the last time i hung out with these guys 
one of them totally unprompted and not at all related to anything we were talking about started telling me about how he was trying to eat more animal organs and like what? uh cook with their blood and stuff it was all very weird oh. i don't know if that is related to the cult but it was definitely super weird the guys also told me that when they went to the seminary or like college or whatever for the cult that for the first like, a couple of months that they were there, they thought that there was just a lot of bees on campus because there was always, like, a buzzing noise. But then it turned out to be people chanting. So, what? lots of weird stuff. Uh, don't drink. Okay, bye. Okay. You know what that sounds like to me? What was that, like, teen star who started the cult in Venice? Um, um, uh, I was going to say Joseph Gordon-Levitt, but no. No, but it's like um, same vibe. Fuck, what's his name? Uh, I couldn't think of his name. Oh. I'll, I'll Google it. Hold on. Like, yeah, th- uh, Andrew Star. Keegan. Yes, Andrew Keegan. That sounds like Andrew Keegan's cult because yeah. they did like they were in the Venice area, and that was more recent. Yes, Andrew Keegan. They would cult. have like events uh, and stuff. Yes, and everyone would live in this big house and play music. That sounds yes. 10 Things I Hate About Yous, Andrew Keegan now runs a spiritual community. Uh, full Circle, based in yes. Venice. Passionately seeks to inspire and empower the community to co-create a better world. Founded by Robert Goddard in the late 1960s. So that might be the older man who funds them. Oh, yeah. I think that's, that has to be, because that's, I've heard, that sounds familiar of like what I've heard about this. For sure. Wasn't like Justin Bieber going there or something? Or like- no, that's the weird. That's the weird um, Christian temple. Oh. I mean, the Christian church. That's like the celebrity Christian church that like all oh. the celebs go to in Hollywood. Oh my god! In 2015, Keegan Center was raided by California's Department mm-hmm. of Alcohol Beverage Control for illegally selling kombucha that wasn't labeled <laughs> alcoholic. <laughs> oh no. That's like for sure was like they're in. That's like what they tried to do with um fuck, what did we just did a a episode on it? Um Waco oh. where they were like they were like they're selling guns. Like this was for sure like we can get in with the kombucha and then figure out what they're doing in there. Oh. <laughs> they infiltrated <laughs> via kombucha. <laughs> they, uh, that was like we got a search warrant based on your kombucha. Yeah, that sounds like what it is. Yeah, I bet you that this was a- Andrew Keegan's call. I really want you to ask. I really want you to ask your friend if maybe Andrew Keegan had something to do with this. Yeah, I bet he does. This is so crazy. Yeah, it's for sure it. All right. Yeah, because they're like in the Venice Mar Vista yeah. area too. Oh yeah. Okay. Is there any? Do we have any other voicemails? That is it for voicemails. Okay. Now we can move on to emails. Oh, uh, we have that crazy email uh-oh. we got. What crazy email about- we got? about about the sister being in a cult i sent it to okay this is from anonymous okay uh it says hi my mom and i were shocked to hear the episode on may 25th about the purple people and one taste my sister is in the welcomed consensus which seems to be an offshoot of the morehouse teachings it is a total cult and follows all the framework of one taste with deliberate orgasm classes fake nonprofits called Feed the Need and Total Separation from Society. Uh, Please read this website about the founder of the Welcome Consensus. It's RJ Testerman. She sent us a uh, link to the Facebook page. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. 
Uh, we haven't been able to get my sister out for the last 10 years. And there are many cynical Holy things shit. going on that we can't even figure out because they are so hush hush. When we went to visit once, we tried to surprise and catch off guard. And by the end of the 24 hour trip, we truly felt like we might be in danger if we stayed. Please Holy let me know fuck. if you need any information and would do an episode on this because there's a lot to uncover here and we can't get anywhere because we would set off the alarm to her and lose her forever. Thank you, Anonymous. We got to do an episode on that. I forgot you had texted that. Yeah. Yes, that is so fucking crazy. I can't think of anything scarier than like wanting to get a family member out of a cult and like not being able to. That's cr- It's called the welcome consensus. And I haven't, I didn't really read in depth about it yet, but we should for sure do a full episode on this yeah but yeah this person's sister is in this cult that's so what the hell will we will investigate we will investigate as we do don't you worry this is Paige, the co-host of giggly squad and i want to tell you about a company that i've been loving olive and june olive and june gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards... Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi. 
Um, okay. Now here is a email from Christina. It's a creepy episode idea. Hi, Allie, Melissa, and Maria. First of all, I fucking love your show. You guys are absolutely hilarious, and I want to be friends with all of you, but mostly Maria. I listen to your <laughs> show, Religious, all everyone does, and um, it has been a true saving grace in quarantine. The first episode I listened to was Maria's scathing review of the hotel in Hawaii, <laughs> and needless to say, I was hooked. Now I bet we'd all love to stay in like the worst hotel I in know. Hawaii. Like I would pay, I would stay in like anything. I'd stay now. anywhere in Hawaii. I would stay anywhere in Hawaii just to get out of quarantine. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I wanted to bring your attention to a super creepy subject that I grew up around. I grew up in the Czech Republic and the legend of Elizabeth Bathory was always a story I was aware of slash read books about. She was a crazy serial killer that was killing virgins and bathing in their blood because she thought that would keep her young. She's also been called Lady Dracula. And there is a theory that the novel Dracula was based on her. I think we talked about her for a second in our Dracula episode. We mentioned her a little. Anyway, I'm attaching a wiki link. I think she could make a good mini episode. I agree. Correct. Uh, One more creepy thing from my country. Check out this church that is built uh, with between 40,000 to 70,000 human bones. Oh, Oh my God. I don't think there was a spooky story around it. I mean, that's spooky enough, (laughs) Uh, but thought you guys would appreciate the pictures. Well, that's I like whose bones are they? Uh, well, that's it. I love you guys. And I love throwing random facts. I learn in your episodes at my friend and boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I love this sign sign off. Bigfoot's dick forever. Christina G. <laughs> what is this? Oh, my God. That's an 40, amazing. 40,000 human bones. That's bananas. I'm going to I'm going to build us an Erios um, <laughs> recording studio just out of bones. <gasps> great great <laughs> let's do this email from anna it is a chicago john wayne gacy story whoa i love john wayne gacy he's such a good artist <laughs> <laughs> true that's one true thing about him hey web crawlers i've been listening to all your podcasts for over a year love you all craig is a great addition I'm from the Chicagoland area, and his stories really resonate with me. He's so proud of being from Chicago. LOL, it's adorable. We have, we're a Chicago podcast. We have so many. We really are. Chicago listeners, which is great. Um, I wanted to share a quick Chicago story from my dad. My dad is 68 and has a ton of crazy as fuck stories. He was raised on Chicago's West Side and has a rough past. He's Italian. He was in a gang, and he was an ex-drug addict. His gang name was Fox. He has it tattooed on his arm. He's the sweetest, most caring father a girl could ask for. Anywho, the story, my dad knew one of Gacy's victims, and my dad had lunch with Gacy. Oh, my God. One evening, when I was about 17 years old, my dad and I went to Walmart. My dad started talking to an employee there. He knew him from the old neighborhood. My dad jokes a lot that all his friends are dead. So I was shocked that he ran into an old buddy that was alive. They chatted for about five minutes. Then my dad and I went back to the car to head home. When driving home, I asked my dad, how do you know that guy? Who is he? And my dad said, the guy, we will call him Jimmy, dated my aunt. So my dad mentioned how Jimmy had some run-ins with the law, yada, yada. Then my dad said, do you know who John Wayne Gacy is? And I said, duh, why? My dad said, well, 
Jimmy's younger brother was killed by Gacy. Police found him in Gacy's crawl space. I want to be respectful to the family, but so you know I'm not full of shit, here's the victim's name. Please do not share his name. He has his name here. Uh, My dad said Jimmy's brother ran away in his early teens. He went missing. Then years later, they found his teeth and jaw in Macy's crawl space. Oh, no. Welp. Oh, God. (laughs) As my dad is sharing this with me, I have goosebumps on my arms. I'm upset and devastated that this poor man I just met in Walmart had a brother who was killed by this monster. Then my dad goes on to tell me he had lunch with Gacy. Oh, my God. In 1972, my dad worked for a shady tow company in Chicago. The tow company's owner had a buddy who owned a garage on Madison and Central. My dad and his boss went there sometimes to hang out and sell car parts that they stole from the towed cars. The garage owner was friends with Gacy. So Gacy stopped by for lunch one day when my dad was there. My dad said he doesn't remember much about Gacy at that lunch other than Gacy wasn't interested in talking to my dad, but he recalls Gacy mentioning his construction company. My dad prides himself by saying, I think I was too street smart for him. He liked younger blonde boys. I was a dark 20-something Italian, not his type. Yeah, thank God. Oh, my God. That's the story. That's like... That's crazy. Thanks for being an escape for me during these difficult times. Stay well, Anna. Holy crazy. That is so fucking nuts. Holy fucking shit. I cannot even believe that. Chicago's cool as hell. Chicago's nuts, man. Um, Well, here's another email. This is from uh, Eliana. My bathroom is haunted. <laughs> Who's Hello, Allie, Melissa, and Maria. <laughs> Honestly. Hello, Allie, Melissa, and Maria. We've been quarantined for so long, I ran out of things to watch. I decided to come back to podcasts, so I Googled best podcast in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to burst your bubble. You are not on the list. Oh, <laughs> the alarmist no. was. No shit. We already know this. The It's all about the alarmist, and the web crawlers will never make any list ever. Oh, um, I love Rebecca, but that is just not fair. <laughs> Listening to the alarmist, I found web crawlers. The best podcast of this universe. Wow. Fuck whoever made this list. Thank you. Thank you. That's how we Thank feel. <laughs> Naturally, I binge listen to every episode. I am caught up now, but not without some haunting side effects. Ooh. That's a good thing. Like web crawlers has haunting side effects. <laughs> Before I tell my story, please stop saying the name of a certain demon you should not name and stop reading things you don't know what it says. Since I started listening, things started to happen. Or maybe I shouldn't listen to scary shit at three in the morning. Who knows? About the haunted shower. Let's get into it. (laughs) Maybe we should stop saying Zozo is what she's saying. Let me start with a plumbing situation. (laughs) I know. Fuck. (laughs) Uh, Let me start uh, with the plumbing situation in my bathroom. The shower handle slips. The cartridge, I googled the name, is worn out. The handle has no grip, so I removed it. With the cartridge exposed, my husband drove a screw into the cartridge that allows us to turn on the water with a screwdriver. I know, it's a Mexican thing. (laughs) I didn't want to go to Home Depot. It's crazy over there. Maybe it can wait until it's safe to be out shopping or until the pipes explode or something. Cool. (laughs) Well, a couple of days ago while I was showering, a plastic tube that covers about two-thirds of the cartridge popped out. 
I picked it up and popped it back in place. It took me a few seconds to realize that things don't just pop out. The plastic tube can't fall out of place. It sent chills down my spine. My shower was cut short. I didn't think too much about it. Maybe there was an explanation. We still have the handleless shower situation. Remember the screwdriver to turn on the water? Well, we keep it in the top basket of the shower caddy. The shower caddy has deep acrylic or plastic baskets with small drainage vents. Today I was showering, eyes closed while I rinsed my hair. Suddenly the screwdriver hit me in the back. (laughs) The temperature in the bathroom dropped. I swear I could see my breath while I was screaming. I ran out of there. It is time to fix that shower handle. That's crazy. I used to enjoy long showers. Not anymore. Now there is a weird feeling going on in my bedroom and my bathroom is just creepy. It all started with web crawlers. Oh no! A lot of spooky things are happening around the house now. I'll tell you about it some other time. Love the show. It has the perfect balance between nonsense and fear with ghosts attached. It's like a 4D movie experience on a podcast. From Mexico with love, Eliana. P.S. More Craig, please. Craig's a huge... Craig has a huge fan base. I'm not going to lie. Craig's a hit. Craig is a hit with the podcast. Also, I suggest, Eliana, you got to sage your bedroom and bathroom or something. Put some salt, some Florida water, some sage. You got to... You got to... And I'm sorry that. if we caused demons. I'm sorry we, to inhabit we your home. sent a um, demon through a portal into your home. Sorry. We apologize Our bad. for that. Our bad. Our bad. <laughs> Whoops. Our bad. <laughs> um, and then one more email. This is from Sean. Sean says, Sean, hello. Sean. I don't know if you've already done anything on it or planning to, but recently a friend mentioned this to me. It's been turned into a TikTok trend recently due to the lockdown and people wanting something to do. So supposedly this is a pseudoscience and it's meant to give you uh, coordinates to something and it's the universe pulling you to that location. Anyway, on TikTok, it's been pulling a lot of attention due to weird things happening. You often see videos of people just finding a surprisingly nice place and others have found dead bodies and dead body parts. What? A particularly popular one was where they found body parts in a suitcase on a beach. Oh, wait, I saw I saw yes. like a video of that. So there's this app called Randonautica where it just it says it like it gives you coordinates but it says it like senses what's in your brain and it gives you coordinates based on what's going on in your body or whatever and so people have been going to these coordinates and these three kids in seattle went to these coordinates and it was on a beach and in all these rocks they saw a black suitcase and they're like could they put this on TikTok? they're like i wonder if there's money in the suitcase yeah so they like unzip it and they're like it smells so bad they take a stick and they like open the top of it and it's just like a plat back a black garbage bag yeah and they're like it smells so bad so they call the police because they're like oh but there's a human body in it oh it's so they call crazy. the police the police get there there are human body parts in the suitcase it's so fucking nuts. Or have other people found anything crazy or insane or anything? There is one person who w- saw this like abandoned house that was like oh. kind of in the middle of nowhere. It was just like this creepy old house that they had like they lived in their town for like their whole lives and they'd never seen this house. 
So that was like yeah, another I creepy if it thing. Disappeared right after they saw it. But yeah, that's f- there's yeah there like as soon as after they called them, the police showed up and like fire trucks and everything showed up. It was like the police tape was there. What's the app called again? Rando Nautica. We should download it and just see. I know. I was. I should download it and see where it takes. I'm gonna download it and just see what's up. So I think that is that our last email. Yeah. Okay. If people want, oh, here it is, Rando Nautica. I know. I want to download. I'm it. like scared, see dude. Where it takes me. I'm gonna get it. I'm downloading it right now. Uh-oh. Double click to install. What what is this? I feel like this is like um the ring or something. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna die in seven days. <laughs> If people want to email us their scary stories or anything like that, and we like get crazy scary stories, uh, where can people reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com or you can find us on the internet, on Twitter and Instagram. We are on the <laughs> We're internet. We're on the internet. Um, anyways, this our mailbag episodes are always super fun. I really love them. Um, I am Ali Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And Maria is gone on a journey, but she will be back soon. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, we love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>